0: Welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web with your adventurous guide to the good times, Charlotte Tweed. Each week, Charlotte takes you on the journey of a lifetime to a delightful Caribbean locale where the sun never sets on your good life at a great price. And now with her muy amigo, Carib Carter, here's your host, Charlotte Tweed. Hello, this is Carib Carter, and I want to welcome you to what I know is one of your favorite podcasts of the week at the Offshore Club, Charlotte's Wandering Web. Charlotte today has wandered to, I think it's called uh, Ahihi, Charlotte. Come in, please.
1: Pretty (laughs) cool. You're close. Uh, Ahihi.
0: Ahihi, Mexico. Folks, that's A-J-I-J-A. Is that
1: right? A-J-I-J-I-C. (laughs) <laughs> so, what is
0: Ahihi like?
1: This is a great town, and I tell you, Carter, it checks off a lot of my boxes. It's um, it's about a population of eleven thousand, so it's a small town, which I like. Where we're staying is very central, so we can walk everywhere. We can walk to the Malakon, which is the um, the walk the boardwalk along Lake Chapala. We can walk to grocery stores. We can walk to the butcher shop. We can walk to the market. We can wow. walk to restaurants. It's perfect location for me.
0: Wow. It's so in so, Lake uh, Chapala, right? Lake Chapala. Yes. About, I have a dear friend, Jim Manship, who we've interviewed on Coffee with Carob Carter a couple times, mm-hmm. who lives, has a home somewhere around Lake Chapala. I don't know if it's in Jahihi or not, but he just loves it. I think he told me the lake is so big, you can see it from outer space.
1: It is a big lake. It's Mexico's largest lake. Yes.
0: Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. And so you have, you're just living,
1: how long have you been there? We have been here a week. Tomorrow will be a week.
0: Incredible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: 11, did you say 11,000 people?
1: About 11,000 people. Yeah. That's nice restaurants. Lots of restaurants. Yeah, we've, the first day we were here, we ate out three times. (laughs) All our meals out. I needed a break from cooking. I said, I am not cooking anything today. We ate out. And prices are very reasonable. With all three meals, we spent, between the two of us, $54. Incredible. Yeah,
0: so prices are still good. Like, does it have coffee shops?
1: Yes, yeah, there's, just two blocks up the street from us is a bakery that has incredible croissants stuffed with chocolate or coconut. Uh, there was a matcha one and that was, that was really tasty too. Big croissants. So huge loaves of bread that weigh about three pounds, like they're solid <laughs> and they make fabulous coffee. So that's just two, two blocks up from where I am.
0: So that's incredible. And yeah. and a variety of stores.
1: Yes. Yes, the main street is quite busy, uh, but everything, like there's clothing stores, there's, like I said, butcher shops, lots of restaurants, all different kinds of restaurants too. Uh, Italian, there's a donut shop, which I've heard it has fantastic donuts that we're supposed to go try. Even if you don't like donuts, they said go and try. I think it's Donna's Donuts. It's just up the street as well. There's a big pharmacy on the corner that would be about, it would be like a, a Walgreens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this is a very,
1: this is kind of a modern town. It is, but it's also considered a Mexico magical town, uh, which the tourism board has created certain towns that have the old style, the old buildings as a, as a magical town. Now there is a little bit of controversy. Some people say Ajijic is too modern and shouldn't be classified in that, but it still has the old streets. They're not cobblestone but they're stone. So when people drive down the streets, it's quite bumpy and loud. Wow. And in the old buildings like the well, you can see behind me, like the house that we're renting, it's just it's a one-bedroom home. They're like row houses and they're all concrete, like the old style concrete homes, Mexican homes. How much are you paying rent? It's about 800 a month and that includes everything. So that's that you know, electricity, internet, um if we would have to get the only thing it wouldn't include would be if we have to refill the propane, but we should be good for the month for for gas so
0: so eight hundred dollars a month is mm-hmm. that's that's fairly pricey
1: it, it mexico is a little more than well, it is more expensive than nicaragua it's right. on that higher end curve, but okay. you know considering it includes everything that's well, not yeah good. that's true that's not bad
0: that's not so, bad. Like, what's the weather there now?
1: Oh, it's we're coming into the hotter seasons. Apparently, April and May are the hottest seasons in the Highlands because we're in the mountains still. We have the mountains and the lake. Um, It's probably going to get up to, I would say, 90 today. 90? Yeah.
0: So you have air conditioning?
1: No, because it cools off enough at night. So it's hot during the day, but cools off at night down in the low 50s. So that helps, you know, the cross breeze comes through and cools off. There's a fan on the main level, but but you don't you don't need air conditioning here
0: or heat. Very, 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 very nice. Mm-hmm. And on Lake Chapala, is it Chapala, right? Yes. Now, do do they fish on there so you can get fresh fish, do you think, if you want it?
1: I've seen locals fishing in the lake, you know, standing in the lake fishing offshore or throwing in their nets or using poles and hooks. So... I've, I haven't had fish yet. I have had seafood though. I've had shrimp and I've had octopus and and uh, calamari, and it's good. Very nice.
0: And how long are you going to be in ahihi? Ahihi. Ahihi. You'll get it.
1: you'll get it when it's time for me to leave.
0: Yeah, that's exact. <laughs> Just about that time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll be here for a month for sure. So for the month of April. If we like it, we might stay for May as well. And so far, we're really enjoying it. It's, like I said, it checks a lot of boxes. It's about a half hour drive from Guadalajara. And it's on the side of the Guadalajara airport is on the south side. So that's where we are. And easy to get here. I have never seen a taxi can taxi stand like this in an airport before. But you get your baggage and there's a stand that says taxis. And you go up and say, I'm going to a Ajijic. They tell you the price, they give you a ticket, you go stand in the um, official taxi line, give them their ticket, and uh, give them the address, and you go. I, I So you don't, when you leave the airport, you're not swarmed by people going, taxi, 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 taxi. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, and it was the cleanest taxi that we have ever been in in our lives. It was spotless. I swear when they circle them through, they wash them all the time. The floor was spotless. We were impressed.
0: You know, I think the big misconception that a lot of Americans have about Mexico is like, I don't know, you probably did not see the movie, um, oh, the latest Stallone movie with his uh, character from First Blood, whose name yes, I can't I have remember. seen it. it was... You did see it. <laughs> and so yeah. all of you who saw that movie the it, it it was like I'm definitely not going to that place. <laughs> and I'm afraid. So when we talk about it, you know, you you've been three places for us now. With mm-hmm. you've wandered to in Charlotte Swan mm-hmm. Dream Web, and all have been lovely. Yes, and I'm afraid most people think of what I can't think of the damn name of it. Was was it? Ram- I think it may have just been Rambo. It was just Rambo.
1: It's the first blood. It's I think it's part four. Yeah. Final blood or something like that. It was, it was really overkill. (laughs) But, but yeah, that's when people think of Mexico. And I had one of my friends message me and say, you know, aren't you scared to be in Mexico? We always hear it's so dangerous with cartel. And it's like, no, we don't see any of that. Yes. There are places that you don't want to go, but generally that is along the Mexican U S border. That's is right. where is where those issues are. The towns we have been in even Mexico City being as big as it is, it's actually 25 million. The streets were spotless, it was safe. We only heard one siren the first day we were there, one siren and that wasn't until quarter after 7 in the evening. And where I used to live in Calgary the sirens were going off all day.
0: <laughs> you know so, you know what I think I think it is and it's just almost a departure but I think it's fascinating. I think it's when you get, when you have places that are problematic is when you have a mix of two cultures. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like you said, the border towns mm-hmm. are different. Well, they're kind of corrupted by the influence of the US and the US money and, and, and frankly, mm. drug appetite, right? And you know where else I noticed that? I think, I, I think this is fascinating. I spent time in Ramallah, okay? It, on the west bank or as some people call it palestine right mm-hmm. and it was and then also spent time in gaza and the west bank was much more problematic because it is again you have the culture mix mm-hmm. isn't that fascinating
1: yeah i think you you have a point there, Carter, because yeah. even in Central America, a lot of this, the countries, when people, oh, it's dangerous, a lot of the problems are at the borders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's just very peculiar. Yeah. But you have, by the way, I wanted to mention, last week's Charlotte's Wandering Web from Mexico City was absolutely fantastic. It was just great.
1: Thank you. Thank you. We were impressed with the city. Like I said, I'm, I'm not a big city girl, and we were invited by locals to come and stay at their house. So the people that we were renting the country, they said, come, come stay with us for a couple of days in Mexico City. We're like, all right, sure. I mean, why not take them up on that? And we were really impressed. Both my husband and I were really impressed with Mexico City. Same thing, like a great combination of history and modern. Like they have buildings there, they're skyscrapers, that withstand a 9.7 magnitude earthquake. That's 9. pretty 7. impressive.
0: That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I want to go in case. Of yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and yet they, they have the old colonial areas as well. Oh
1: yes. Yeah. And the old cathedrals of the Basilica, the Aztec ruins. Yeah. It's the aqueducts. There's aqueducts there as well. So it's a very, I would highly recommend people to go and visit. So many people don't go to Mexico city because it's not on the ocean. You um, know, yeah. a lot of people go to Cancun, go to Puerto Vallarta, um, Tulum, those the ones that are on the ocean because they want the beach. But I tell you, we were really impressed with Mexico City.
0: Tons. It was, of it was it was wonderful, and you did a great job. I, you know, I was stunned at how beautiful it was yeah. and the variety. The last mm-hmm. time I saw a video of Mexico City was Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin in, in "Divorce
1: Mexico." I know I told a
0: 100 years ago, I think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I remember I told our son we were going to go stay in Mexico City, and he said, we went to uh, Playa del Carmen a few years ago, 2018, beginning of 2018, and we were going to connect. And I said, I am not connecting or staying overnight in Mexico City because I had the same misconceptions that so many people do about this country. Yeah. Yeah, and he reminded me that you weren't even going to do an overnight there for flights. Well. But the, you know that's what travel does to a person. You get exposed to different cultures. You get to see the country for yourself and what it's really like and not what the news is telling you the country is yes. like.
0: Yes. And you know, I I have to ask you this because I know that everyone who's watched the, the all of our episodes so far has the same question. How do you I've never met anybody as nomadic as you other than when I was other than when I was in Gaza and went into the desert and met some what do you call those those arabs at Bedouins yes so Bedouins <laughs> <laughs> <Arabs. laughs> and they were literally it was like I was in a movie they were laying yeah. on on yeah. carpets and and but with you I, how do you do it you just you seem to be you're I mean you are everywhere we talk to you and we've talked to you in Nicaragua, we've talked to you in several different places. You're always absolutely comfortable. How do you do it?
1: That's a good question. Sometimes I <laughs> I don't know myself sometimes. Um, <laughs> I I yeah, that's a that's a tough question. I think it's because we are we were well traveled before. In 2018, we left and we traveled through Europe for four months. We picked up a car in Rome, at least a car, and drove it up to Amsterdam. So we're used to being in different locations, used to where they don't speak English. Here in Ahikik, they speak English everywhere because there's a lot of expats in this town. Oh, there are.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So I think we were well-traveled before we started on this journey. That that was just to get out and let's travel and see a bunch of countries in Europe because we love Europe. This time we're on a different journey as to where we want to settle. So we've had a lot of travel experience. If we wouldn't have, it would be a little more uncomfortable, I think.
0: It's just remarkable. Folks, I got to tell you, before we went on, briefly, Charlotte and I were talking, and I said something. She said to me, well, Carter, you know, I am homeless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that conversation now. It's like, yeah, I, I technically, and I don't want to be homeless for the rest of my life. I don't, I don't want to be a digital nomad for my entire life. This is where we are in our life right now. If you want to call it a midlife crisis, I guess you can call it a midlife crisis. But this is our opportunity to experience Mexico for a longer period of time, not be tied to a house back in Canada, and explore, like, see what what we like. We love the climate here in these mountain countries. It's it's not too hot. It's not cold. Like, said, we don't need the air conditioning. We don't need heat. Yeah. So, I when we're gonna stop? I don't know. But
0: well, I, you know what? It's for those of us who watch, who get to watch Charlotte's Wandering Web. We just love it because we don't never know what you're going to be, but we know it's going to be with the same bright, sunny attitude and some great insights into what's around you. Now you mentioned expats. So I think around that Lake Chapala, there are a huge number of expats, right?
1: There are. I believe it is the highest um, population of expats in Mexico. So that's why there's a lot of, we actually had culture shock when we got here. We went to a restaurant because remember where we were before was it was not a tourist area. No, no. no nobody spoke no. English. So when we went and sat in the restaurant for the first time and people around us were speaking English, it felt really strange because we could hear all these conversations going on. And it felt like we were eavesdropping on people because we could understand them again. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people are speaking English.
0: What do we do do we listen do we not it's yeah you know in honduras when i lived there it was like if i go to la Ceiba and i heard somebody speak in english it was like it was so strange because it wasn't like where you are there mm-hmm. there was just nobody and i i just felt like turning around and saying what are you doing here You know. <laughs> it was, but it's not that way at all where you are mm-hmm. it's there's oh, a, a huge no, mix okay.
1: Not at all. I mean, everywhere we were before, even in Mexico, there's not a lot of English in Mexico City. You would think there would be because it's so big, but maybe that's because it's not really considered a large tourist draw like the, the coastal town, coastal cities are. Right. You know, we'd go hables inglés, and uh, no, and, you know, no. And here, we don't even have to ask the question. They just start speaking English to us, so it's oh. But, but we want to keep the Spanish phrases we've learned, so we want to talk as much in spanish as possible so
0: so are you now are you how are you good at picking up languages i mean you are the wanderer so are you I, good at picking up
1: languages my husband is better at that than i am i'm really not that great i, I find i can read them better than i can speak them or hear them But my husband can understand when someone's saying, especially numbers, they'll say something to me. And a lot of numbers in Spanish are very familiar to French. And I did take French in school. But there's a little bit of a different accent on it that kind of throws me and I really have to think about it. And my husband will go, they're saying 17. Oh, okay, okay. Now I get it. But it's funny because I find I can read it better he can understand it better when someone speaks it. So that that makes a good mix.
0: (laughs) You know, and this, again, this is an aside, but I just think it's delightful. And a lot, you know, a lot of our Offshore Club members, I would wager the average age is well over 50, okay? I mean, there aren't too many as old as me, obviously. And, you know, when you get to be 75, you're kind of like, I remember George Burns once, you remember how old he lived to be. And he said, now somebody asked me, he always had a cigar george why don't you date people your own age and i tell them there are no people my own age. <laughs> well, that's that's what i feel even about members but some are going to remember a guy named sid caesar okay he was one of the early big tv stars in in on television mm-hmm. and he could do and this was it was just stunning he could talk like if you said talk mexican talk spanish rather he could start gibberish that sounded exactly like the language, exactly. And one yeah. of the things they would do, they'd put him like with Mexicans, mm-hmm. and he would start talking, and they'd be like, "Like we know he's talking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what he's saying, right?" And and so with you, you you know, you hear it, and it, yeah. it'd be like when they heard Sid Caesar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know That's where I was going much, with that. Yeah. But I just yeah. thought it was funny when you said that you yeah. can, your husband yeah. can pick it up though, which is great. But, and we mm-hmm. enjoyed meeting him last week. That was very nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That it was, was
0: good. good. That was yeah. very, very good. Yeah. So you're going to be, we're going to get to talk to you here at Lake Chapala more, right?
1: Yes. Yep. For the, the rest of the month, we'll be here for sure. And like I said, maybe may as well, or maybe we'll go to a next destination. I know I never know where we're going either. So we're just kind of leaving it open and, where the doors incredible. open, they open and
0: where they shut, they shut. So. All right. Before we close, let's put in a word. You are the, uh, the escape artist, the, the queen of escape artists. Okay. You are the honcho there to me. And which is a folks escapeartist.com is an incredible website. It's a sister organization, the offshore club. We cover two different areas essentially. Um, and you really do an incredible job there. And, I want people to subscribe to the magazine that you're the editor of. The, um, I can like never get the name right. What'd you say?
1: Escape Artist Insiders.
0: Escape Artist Insider, <laughs> yeah. which, folks, is the best offshore magazine in the world. I'm just going to say it. it really is. It's outstanding. You do a wonderful job. And I love Thank you, you have a column by uh, Carib Carter in there, which I think is just... <laughs>
1: my favorite column <laughs> it's my favorite column
0: <laughs> but tell folks how they can get the insiders magazine cuz it is it, outstanding
1: they can go to escapeartists.com and there's a subscribe tab and they can subscribe right there and the april edition i i am so proud of the april edition the theme was protecting your assets and it is a fend it to me it's the best one that we have put out so far it's yeah the best one i've edited there's one article in there by Joel where he yes. lays out six steps. This is what you can do right now to protect you and your family. And it's, it's fantastic.
0: It's so. fantastic. And folks, Joel has his his show on uh, Offshore Club. And I think it's shared on Escape Artist as well. Uh, every week, the uh, Joel Nagel's Global Wealth Fortress Report. He is America's number one asset protection attorney. And get the magazine and read his article because your assets have never, if never, need a protection more than you do right now, yes. because if you live in America, in the U.S. or Canada, mm-hmm. those fruitcakes are going to take every penny you have. I'm yes, sorry, that's a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing to say, but it's just true. It's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. So, okay. it's so true. the magazine's important. It's very important. Yeah. Go to escapeartists.com, and and and. Where do they, how do they subscribe again? Let's double. There's
1: a subscribe tab. So at the very top, there's a menu and it says subscribe and there's the free newsletter and then there's the magazine. So
0: fantastic. Yep, it's right there. All right. That's great. This has been wonderful. Once again, I just love it. Was it.
1: A pleasure. So uh, we have more uh, stories about a hee next week.
0: <laughs> yes. More stories next week. And can you take us a video of that lake for next week?
1: I, yeah, I can do that. Sure. Could you?
0: Because I've wanted, ever since Jim started talking about it, I've wanted to see it. So, yeah, I am, be great. All right, ma'am. Thank you okay. once again. This is right. fantastic. I really appreciate it. It's good seeing you again, Charlotte.
1: Good seeing you too. Thanks, yep.
0: Carter. We'll see you next week. There you go, folks. Charlotte's Wandering Web. She is just great. She is just great. And to see you makes you feel like, like you are there because she gives you all the insights and tells you what it's like. So, join us again next week for Charlotte's wandering web. And uh, like I always tell you, let's do this thing.